Welcome one and all to episode three of Sports Harder. I am your host, Natty Lukewarm Ice, and my co-host, Brian Boo Boo Bar. How's it going over there, Brian? It's going really good. Really, really good, man. Yeah, it is going good beforehand. I mean, we went and got a, a TV. You bought a new TV, so that's exciting. I am excited. <laughs> Living the dream where you can just go and, you know, buy a TV. Must be nice. It's not stressful. <laughs> All right. Well, before we start uh, the episode, you know, we got to do our shout outs. And so, you, as everyone knows from the last episode, our one of our sponsors is uh, the Hot Sauce Show Bind that you can find on Facebook. Um, their slogan pretty sure i'm gonna double check is uh, all quality no bullshit no bullshit or 100 percent quality no bullshit i'm pretty sure is what zero what is. bullshit the zero bullshit is what we need to emphasize emphasize on that. so um but like i said you can find them on facebook they're starting to uh make like their uh new batch right now and they're gonna send it out to us to try on the podcast so i'm excited about that um i think we're gonna get some wings right get some wings hopefully unless you just want to drink the sauce <laughs> i'm not about that life but I'm i mean if you want to if you want to do that i mean that's perfectly fine it's an option i'm just trying to weigh it out <laughs> Alrighty, awesome well um like i said you know find them on uh facebook, facebook. And they will be making their new batches, and they'll they'll send it anywhere uh, in, in the, the U.S. US. So check that out. Yep, that was right. It was all quality, no bullshit. So I was right. I Shouldn't like second guess myself. You should know our sponsor slogans before beforehand. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> I'm gonna have you do it then. Maybe next episode it. you'll do it. I knew it. <laughs> I'm disappointed in you. Okay. Well. um... So we're going to start off with uh, what's going down. And uh, tonight, of course, as always, we start off with uh, Thursday Night Football, a riveting game between the 1-6 Raiders and the 1-7 Niners. Uh, we just had the kickoff, and we saw a, uh, a pretty empty 49ers stadium. So I mean, They don't have a lot to cheer for. 1-7. Yeah. 1-7. Against 1-6. So that's why I say it's going to be a riveting game. So, you know, as always, we always make uh, our first NFL picks of the night for tonight. So who, who do you have in this one? I'm going to go against the grain here. I'm going to take the 49ers. See what Nick Mullins is capable of. Who's that? Never heard of him. He's a rookie quarterback. I think he's the 13th string quarterback from the 49ers. <laughs> That's true. Why? What, um, what was the order for, for them, for the viewers that don't know? Well, not viewers, but listeners, I guess. I mean, guess we don't have any viewers Jimmy yet. G to Beathard to Tom Savage, who they released before the trade deadline. I guess they were trying to trade him, couldn't get a deal. And then uh, Nick Mullins. Yeah, so, I mean, what... If you were the Niners, would you have trusted more so Savage than, than Mullins? Or it was what you were saying, it's only because they couldn't 
get him traded. They didn't really trust his ability to begin with. I mean, if I'm the Niners, we've seen Tom Savage play. He's not spectacular. We're 1-7. We don't have a lot to play for. Why not give the rookie a chance? Yeah, that's that's true. Um, I, I'm i going to go against you on this one and pick the Raiders just because, I mean, quarterback for quarterback, I think Carr is you know obviously more experienced. I think he's a better quarterback. And so um, I just think the Niners are too depleted with injuries and um, – especially the quarterback position. So I'm, I'm going to go with the Raiders on this one. It's probably a good move. I just wanted to pick against you. <laughs> well, I mean, you could do that because, I mean, right now our record is kind of, you know, Carr down? No. no, that's not. No, but that looked like one of the offensive linemen for the Raiders was down. Alrighty, so with uh, what else is uh, going down for tonight and some of the other sports, uh, for NBA, some of the games going on right now, we got the Thunder and the Hornets. Um, don't get stung. Don't. <laughs> right now, it's the Thunder up 44-56 to 56 in the third. Then we got the Nuggets versus the Cavs, and the Nuggets are kind of stomping them 62-48 to 48 in the third. Not surprised. And then the Clippers, uh, 57 to uh, 72 against the 76ers. So the 76ers kind of putting, putting a stomp on them. That's at half. Um, the Kings and the Hawks, uh, close game. The Kings are up 61 to 54 in the second. And then um, the undefeated Bucks uh, right now losing. losing 7 to 16 in the first. So, um, and then later on tonight, uh, the late game will be the Pelicans and the Trailblazers. Pelicans coming off a loss to the Warriors. What, recently? Like yesterday? Or like yesterday. When, when was this? Uh, you are correct. It was 131 to 121. So, I mean, of course, uh, you know, for right now, the big stories of what's going on in the NBA, let's start, of course, with your Warriors. So, what, what news? What's going down with them? Apparently, Clay Thompson broke a record. The other night, 14 threes in a game, put up 52 points in 27 minutes. I think I heard 26, but I checked and it said 27. Still a pretty good outing. That's just, that's just ridiculous. <laughs> but he broke your, your, your he, boy, your he teammate. He broke Steph, Steph Curry's record. And I'm sure Steph just looked at him and said, I'll get it back. Do you think they have like a personal like rival rivalry? Like, you know, obviously they don't vocalize it to like the media or anybody, but like in the locker room, they're just like, he's just like, yeah, I see you. I'm, I'm, I'm coming. I'm going to get my record back. Yeah, I think so. And it helps Spurs competition. Hopefully it helps them play better. I mean, yeah, you don't want them like missing all kinds of like threes all the time. Like if you go out and just like throw up bricks, like, cause sometimes it's like, Either Steph is on or he is off, like, big time. There's no, like, yeah, he in had between. A, he had a 50-point game two games before that. So I guess Clay got jealous. Ate his Wheaties, came out, and just did <laughs> ate, ate, ate his Wheaties. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, and it looked like uh, Doug Martin came off limping for the Raiders. Holding holding, his back. Holding his back, yeah. So that's, that's not good for the Raiders because Doug Martin's actually – 
know, a decent running back. Old Muscle Hamster. Yeah. <laughs> muscle Hamster. That's his nickname? Yeah, when he was with uh, Tampa Bay. That's true, because he got caught uh, using the steroids, I'm pretty sure. Um, no, right. He's just tiny and he's really muscular. Yeah, but he got suspended for a certain amount of games for uh, yeah, illegal for stuff. Yeah, for weed with you. <laughs> I don't think that was a weed one. I'm just going to throw that out there. Um, so other news going around in the NBA as well is... Derek Rose. Derek Rose, who, ironically, you brought up <laughs> in the last... Mm-hmm. First, last podcast was the last one or the first episode. It might it might have been the first episode, and you were like his knee. Like yeah, you you were being mean to him. I was expecting him to get hurt. I'll be honest, he was doing way too well. Well, I mean, you know, they talked about how you know obviously his career with the Bulls was a shining point, but then you know him getting bounced around to the Knicks, and then um, I think they said he only played fourteen games with the Cavs. You know, and then he got picked up for six games uh, with the Timberwolves. So the thing with uh, the Timberwolves is uh, Jimmy Butler is sitting out because he wants to be traded. Yeah. Or he wants to get paid the max deal. And so he wasn't even in the game. And so, you know, basically Derrick Rose was like, I'm going to take over this game and drop 50. His back's fresh. So he hasn't carried a team in a while. That's true, and he even got the the block at the end of the game to to win it for yeah. him too. So he was I mean, really emotional too. Oh yes, he was so emotional uh, afterwards when when he it's was getting well interviewed. Served, though it's well deserved. It's been a while for him. Well, yeah, and I mean, he obviously has worked hard to try to get back to where he was before. And I mean, I hate when you see a player has so much potential and then an injury kind of sets them back. That's not necessarily their fault. I mean, you know, they're RG3. not. Yeah, exactly. They're not doing something, like, that's preventable. Like, you know, RG3 could slide a bunch of times, you know, and he never did. Or, um, you know, the Niners with uh, Jimmy G, he could have he ran out of bounds. I mean, here all these people, you know, always saying, oh, well, you know, he's a competitor and he wanted to compete. And it's like, you know, the, those couple extra yards wasn't going to help Jimmy G to, like, succeed in any way. Um, looks like the Raiders are on the board first with the field goal. So now we're going to see the, the first look of uh, Mullins here. Are you excited? Oh, he's wearing Brett Favre's uh, number four jersey. After beating his record? After beating his record in college, yeah. So that that'll be interesting is to see. Is that a slap to Brett Favre's face? Or is that like, hey, I'm going to carry on the Mississippi legacy? I think it's a carry on because Brett Favre, uh, they showed pregame, had the tweet or something. I don't know what yeah. it was. I don't, I don't know if Brett Favre actually tweets, but... He said some type of comment of, like, he was uh, proud that Mullins was going to wear his number. Yeah. So, I don't I don't think it was a, a diss or anything like that. Or was it just Brett Favre trying to stay relevant in the news? <laughs> He's going to come out of retirement again. He could. He could play. That's that's true. He could play for the Niners. We don't know. <laughs> the Niners, we need we need him. <laughs> that's true. The Niners, they, they could use that help. Um all right, and then as well, I mean, you know, with baseball being over, you know, we kind of have a lot more basketball news, which we'll get to the baseball part. But one other thing with ba- uh, basketball as well is the uh, the Cavs firing of uh, Ty Lue. Not surprised. Six games in, though. Yeah, I mean, don't you feel like LeBron was the coach? 
I mean, LeBron was definitely the coach. I mean, he definitely decided. I mean, he was he was the owner. He's the shot caller. Yeah. I mean, he even decided what players were staying, who was going. Yeah. You know, what what plays were going to be called. But still, I mean, like, you know, he gets you a title. You know, against your Warriors, and six games in, you know, hey, Dude, see ya. After the uh, the Draymond suspension. Yeah, I mean that obviously played a big role as well. But I mean, he, either way, it still happened, and you know, I I think I I don't think you can have a coach six games in just be like, oh yeah, like it's not it's not working now. All of a sudden, you know, I think if they wanted to get rid of him, they should have done it, you know, before the season even started, or when LeBron left. As soon as LeBron left, they should have just been like, okay, like we're starting over. Like, we're rebuilding, you know, all Let's of see that. see what you got. I uh, think it was more so for the fans. What, getting rid of them? Well, trying to show your fan base that, hey, we're, we care about the team. We're trying to do something to change it. Well, I mean... Kind of what, what the Browns did. They fired uh, Hugh Jackson and Todd Haley. Yeah, they, they fired both of them, and, I mean... Again, that's, you know, mid-season, and, you know, they went 0-16. They went 0-16, and, and they don't fire them. But then now they're showing, like, a little bit of promise, and then all of a sudden they're just like, oh, yeah, we, we don't want either of you now, because apparently they were saying there was, like, controversy between Hugh and the offensive coordinator. Yeah. And the players. Miles Garrett came out and said he was not happy with the defensive play calling. But the but the defensive coach is the head coach now. Yep. So, so he's a, but so that's not who he should be upset with. Then I, if that's what he's saying. So, who? What is his name? I, Garrett. No, it's not Garrett. I don't know his name. But uh, came out and said, "Yeah, I, I welcome my players to speak their voices. You know, they're not going to get shunned or anything for speaking their mind." You think that's opening doors to problems? What the the new head coach the interim the, coach, the interim yeah. coach, um, yeah I can't I can't remember his uh, his first name either but um, yeah I mean that's all kinds of problems with like Cleveland right now so the Cavs like you know firing their coach the Browns firing their coach it's just they're back like they had one one good year of promise with the Cavs winning the title and then now it's back to the, the whole the drawing board, yeah. yeah. The whole city again, just not having anything going for them. I mean, even the Indians, you know, with with them choking in the World Series and then you know in the playoffs this year. So, but talking about baseball, bringing that up, the World Series is officially over, and we now are in the off season officially. So the Red Sox are the World Series champs, and so the Dodgers took the series four one. So it was it wasn't a sweep, good sir. Was not the Dodgers? Uh, they won a game. So I mean, they prolonged it a little bit, but um, I mean, you were still right with the Red Sox win- winning it because that's who you went with, right? Because you, yeah, you yeah. were saying it was going to be a sweep. So, congratulations! So, yeah, congrats to the Red Sox. The Red Sox. Um, it's their fourth one in. I think they said 10 years, so they're trying to say if it's maybe a dynasty. Dynasty. Um, 
Because it had been a long drought. Was that they... Mullins' first pass? Uh, that might be Mullins' first pass. I first think. pass. Six-yard game, not an interception. Not an interception. All right. So there you go. There's promise. That shows promise. Yeah. <laughs> um, alrighty. And then, uh, well, you got me on the topic. Oh, baseball. That's right. Yeah. So, um, so right now it's the off season. Everyone's wondering where certain people are going. And Clayton Kershaw, the pitcher for the Dodgers, is a free agent. Um, Manny Machado, who a lot of people have been asking me about if the Orioles are going to get him back in the offseason now that he's a free agent. Um, Manny Machado had posted a, like, thank you, uh, like, Twitter post, you know, thanking uh, the Dodgers and the fans. So it sounds like he is not going to stay with the Dodgers. So yeah, it looks like he's on his way out. So a lot of people are, right now, Orioles are not one of the teams and you know, because we're not going to pay him the amount of money he wants to get paid. You know, he wants to be one of those like three hundred million dollar. Oh, Mullins! We with have a walk in touchdown. Walk in touchdown, wide open with uh, Garcon. Pierre Garcon. Oh my gosh, he couldn't have been more wide open. I mean, if he would have missed that pass, then you could have caught that. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely could have caught that. Man, so. He's going to keep the football, of course. His yeah, first professional touchdown. touchdown for Mullins. So two for two on the drive, not that bad. Two for two in the touchdown. Oh my gosh, just three people, just like we have to mention Brita on that drive too. Broke like a twenty-plus yard run to get it started. So Brita is like an underdog running back. Like you know, not I think too he's many underrated, people. Yeah. undervalued. Yeah, I mean, he was leading he's on the a league. bad team, you know. Well, he was leading the league in rushing there for a while until he got injured. And like you said, you know, he's on a bad team as well, yeah. so that doesn't help. Um, so, yeah, right now the Niners are up 7-3 to three after that touchdown. Oh, P.S. on. Garcon gave him the oh, ball. Oh, he gave him so the ball. That so was nice. That, that was nice of him. I mean, this could be a Kurt Warner story with Mullins. I mean, it's too soon. Right, he's throwing I'm two saying, balls. No, I'm saying it could happen, though. It like, it's a possibility. Like, you know, you don't see that nowadays anymore because yeah. people are just first-rounders and you just could leave them It could be a Peterman story, too. Who? The Bills quarterback. Oh, Nathan Peterman. Yeah, yeah it could be. No one wants his story. No, one <laughs> no I don't know. He made it to the NFL. That's something. He's not going to stay there. No. <laughs> I'll be very surprised if he's on a team next year. I'll be very surprised. Um, all right. So, yeah. So, we'll, we'll – uh, well, I mean, just to finish up that, that topic about Manny Machado, and then we'll move on to the Q&A. So, uh, Manny Machado was saying um, that, you know, goodbye and thanks to the fans for the Dodgers – um, reports right now are that the um, Phillies are the ones that are interested in Manny Machado. And, of course, a lot of people now are judging him because in the series he w didn't run all the way through first base and he got thrown out. He wasn't, like, hustling. He wasn't, he wasn't running all the way through. He kind of just stopped, like, midway and got thrown out. And they asked him about it, and he said, you know, I'm, I'm not that type of guy. I'm not, you know, Mr. Johnny Hustle. And so he kind of got some flack for for saying that. You know, do you think that's going to hurt his 
his career, like hurt his ability no. to get on a team and get paid just because he said he's not Mr. Johnny Hustle? No. I don't think so. He's too big of a name. First of all, he'll draw fans. So any franchise is always looking for that. That's true. I, don't, I mean, a lot of people kind of change their their mindsets, though, now and kind of just look for, like, the Peyton Manning of, like, you know, a sports player. Or the Derek Jeter. The Derek Jeter of, like, baseball. You know, says all the right things all the time, does all the right things all the time, and is a great player. You know. So, I mean, I, I think it'll hurt him, but I don't think... I think he'll still get paid the amount of money that he's looking for. You know, he'll still get that like three hundred million dollar contract. Um. So let me let me pull up our uh, Q and A's that we didn't get to last time and uh, do some shout outs for those people. And again, I appreciate all the people that you know did leave comments on uh, the Facebook for that. Uh, the one that we got to that we were actually excited about last week, and then we totally, yeah, we totally skipped it and forgot to do it. So, uh, Katie Himmelwright, uh, she asks, the most useless sport ever, what is it? So this, is, this is a good one, I think. So we had a pretty long conversation about this over dinner. We did, yeah. We we uh, had looked up uh, a couple a couple sports. I couple think they were pretty scratchers. good. Yeah. Um, I mean, you kind of looked them up. So I'll let you. I'll let you kind of go. Originally, I said curling, and you kind of backed up curling. You're like, people get really into it, and it's true. Well, I was saying because the men's team won the, the gold medal, gold, yeah. and we hadn't from the men, and we hadn't won that in curling ever and it was a bunch of just like average joes that like one guy worked at like a pizza place or something like he didn't that's what it takes to be good at curling you gotta toss pizzas (laughs) well i don't know if he made the pizzas but i'm just saying he worked there he could have been a driver for all we know could have been so what, what was some of the other ones then uh so i mean i you know curling is is you know pretty useless as well, but what, what was some of the other ones that you had found when you were researching? It was the, there was a sport where you uh, you put your wife on your back and then you <laughs> you race. It's called wife carrying. It's a real thing. Wife carrying, yeah. Look I know. I, I have heard, even before you had looked it up, I had actually heard of it before. Um, this one is from uh, Great Britain. With uh, their ingenuity here, it's called a uh, ferret racing, I believe. You uh, what? you tie a pants leg and you let a ferret run into the tied pants leg, and like they race across, like carrying the. It's real. This is real. Um, I'd I'd watch it once. <laughs> is this like an annual thing? Like it happens like. Only like once a year does this happen like monthly There's or probably eighty two games. <laughs> it's like an NBA regular <laughs> season. <laughs> I'm not sure. I didn't delve too deeply into it. <laughs> okay. Fair fair enough. Um uh, man, I mean I I know a lot of people are probably gonna get mad at me, but you know, I gotta go with golf. I I hate golf so much 
and oh, cricket actually, cricket, cricket, yeah. cricket, like the scores. Like I've seen it, you know, when I was on my mission there in England, like I've seen it where the scores will be like after, you know, a little bit of time, it'll be like five hundred to four, and they'll still play, and it'll go on for days. They've played for like two or three days for one game. One game will go on multiple days, and I just—I—I <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't do that. I couldn't—I couldn't watch the same game for that many days. You're just not that into it. You're not a sports fan. <laughs> I don't sports hard enough I guess. for that. Yeah. As much as I think that I—I I like sports, I just don't sport hard enough for that. Obviously. Um. All right. Was there any others before before we move on with that? Or what was your uh, your story on golf? Like, golf. <laughs> I just I can't watch that either. Like it just it just seems so boring. Can't to me. watch it, but you know, like even if I was hitting like a ball is kind of fun. I mean, if you go to a driving range, that yeah. is fun. But if you go and actually play like a course, like that gets aggravating so quickly. Just because you're like hitting the ball off the course, like everywhere. Or if you're terrible. I'm just saying, like it's not an average Joe sport. Like you can't just like go and then just like play like bowling. Like anybody can go and just bowl, and like still have fun. Like you can't, you can't just go golfing and have fun. Yeah, I agree with that. Thank you. Ah, okay, we got this recorded. That you agree with me. On something. It had to happen sometime. <laughs> so we have it recorded. You can't deny it. Like, this will come back to haunt you. You can't delete the recording. No. Like, there is that. No. <laughs> not not going to happen. This is too good Too good of a segment. All right. Um, so another uh, shout out here for uh, Melissa. This is uh, a question that she has about football. So she said, uh, why are the Steelers so damn good? Hashtag Juju, hashtag my mans. I think she just likes to say Juju. <laughs> it is fun to say. You think the, the Steelers are on an uptick right now? Or are they. Yeah, I think they're on an uptick. Yeah, I do, but they're not the best team in the league. So, do you, well, do you think uh, positive or negative for trading? Bell, like missing that opportunity because the trade deadline has come and gone. Came and gone. I think it's a negative. I mean, statistics show that the Steelers are actually better with James Conner. And I mean, they're going to get rid of him either way. Like at yeah. the end of the season, like he can walk, and so. I mean, did he have offers? Were they even offering him? Oh uh, yeah, I mean, they were definitely trying to. Listen Move to offers, on. but then they, I guess, just didn't get anything that they thought they was want too much for a guy on the bench or on the couch, rather. <laughs> That's true because I mean, he's not getting any playing time right now. So, um, I mean, I think it's definitely a negative. Like, I am very uh, disappointed that they didn't get that done. Like, I think they could easily have gotten. You know, maybe a first rounder. I don't know if they're looking for multiple first rounders That's or what. what they're looking for. But you know, I think that was definitely a, a missed opportunity. Now, her her comment with Juju, I think you know, Juju is the you know he's kind of 
taking over for Antonio Brown, like in the sense of like, you know, when Antonio Brown came into the league, it was Antonio Brown and Heinz Ward. And Heinz Ward was the big name, you know. Steelers have done that a lot with Emmanuel Sanders, um, Mike Wallace. Like they always have like a big name receiver who takes over for the guy before them. Which, I mean, that's not a bad idea, just to, you know, have someone, you know. They already paid Brown, though. They did. They did pay Brown. And, I mean, he's starting to do better because he, you know, has thrown a big enough bit about not getting the ball. Little, or, Odell, you know. little Odell Brown. Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't as, as bad as Odell. I mean, Odell is obviously the queen of all of that, so. Um... Let's see another question here that we have. Um, so I know you're not much of a uh, UFC guy, but the uh, the UFC pay-per-view is Saturday. Um, they have uh, DC uh, versus uh, Derek Lewis. Uh, so that's uh, for the heavyweight title. Do you know anything about Either of these two fighters. Nope. <laughs> not not a single thing. Do not. So uh, Josh uh, Truman was uh, asking for us to break down that fight between them two. And, um, I mean, Daniel Cormier, I hate him so much. <laughs> but he's the champ. He's the heavyweight champ. And he's facing uh, Derek Lewis, who got his opportunity after getting beat like really bad for two rounds and then the third round he got that that one that one punch that knocked the other guy out just to like barely win and uh you know obviously he's uh he's not i wouldn't say charismatic but you don't know what he's gonna say you know because after the after he got the knockout that joe rogan came into the ring to interview him and he had his shorts off like he, Derek lewis wasn't wearing his shorts and Joe Rogan was like, okay, well, can you get your shorts back on? What's going on? And he, like, grabs the mic from Joe Rogan. And he was just like, yeah, I'm sorry. My balls were really hot. <laughs> I get it. I get it. You have that problem? Yeah, the shorts. They uh, keep the heat in. <laughs> they, they do keep, keep the heat in. But breaking down the fight, I think DC, he's, you know, an Olympic you know, wrestler and has those takedown qualities that I think DC will dominate on the ground if he's not able to, you know, stand toe-to-toe with him. And, you know, I think DC will be too scared of uh, his knockout power, so I think it'll go to the ground and DC will win uh, either by, you know, just keeping him on the ground every round, you know, all five rounds, or um, I think... uh, He'll he'll get the the knockout with the ground and pound. Um, all right, let's move on to another question here. Let's see. Did we um, did we answer the Brady question? Did we did we do that one? I don't think so. Okay, so this is, uh, I think, a good, a good question. Um, and then I have an NBA one that I actually forgot about, so we'll just do those two. 
Man, Mullins with another long pass to... I don't think he's thrown an incompletion. Yeah, another deep pass to Pierce Garçon. Man. Um, okay, so this is from uh, Darl Daniels. He asks, how long will Brady play, and do you think Michigan will beat Ohio State this year? Two-parter. Yep, it is. And the reason why he's asking that is because Brady's from you know Michigan, obviously, so... So, um, it's, it's tough. I think Brady wants to play another three to five years, but is it feasible? I mean, I think with the new rules that they have for quarterbacks, um, I think it's very feasible. The new rules in the sense of like being able to hit them and put pressure on them, um, protecting the quarterback is more of a priority because they don't want, you know, a, uh, uh, a Mullins, <laughs> you know, playing like tonight, you know, they'd rather have Jimmy G out there. So yeah. I think that kind of proves that, you know, they're putting more emphasis on protecting the quarterback. So I think, I don't know, do you think he'll play when his skills start to wane, or do you think he'll just play as long as possible? Um, I think he will either play until Bill Belichick is like, I'm going to call it quits and then he'll just quit too. Um, just at the same time or like vice versa, Brady quits. I think, you know, Bel- Belichick will quit as well. You think their fates are intertwined? Oh, oh yeah. Cause I mean, they both depend on each other. They both wouldn't have had the success they had one without the other. So I think, you know, he's, Belichick's definitely going to, you know, ride that horse all the way till the end. Then get a sunny vacation. Yeah. <laughs> I hope he becomes an announcer, to be honest. Like, I think Belichick would be, you know, very entertaining. Yep. With that yeah. monotone voice. Yeah, with Jason Witten. Oh my gosh. Monday night schemes would be like the worst, like, broadcasting games ever. Would it be so bad that it would be good? I mean, I think that's a potential. It, it could happen because, I mean, you know, it's one of those things where it's, like, so bad you can't look away. Do you think he'd be worse than Rex Ryan? I'm, I'm glad Rex Ryan does, like, the shows beforehand and he doesn't actually announce. Like, if he actually called a game, that would be miserable. That was awful. Did he, he did, call a game? He did call. You never... You've never seen it? No, I've never heard? I've never heard him call a game before. Oh, it was bad. We'll have to look it up after. <laughs> after after this, yeah. yeah. I, I don't doubt that at all. Okay, so if uh, Michigan it will beat um, Ohio State this year. So the first uh, college football playoff uh, brackets had been announced on Tuesday, and it goes number one, Alabama, number two, Clemson, Number three, LSU. Number four, Notre Dame. So that would be the playoffs as of right now. And then just on the outside, number five is Michigan. So Michigan has a chance to be able to get in. And Ohio State is ranked 10th right now. And they both have seven and one records. Both Michigan and Ohio State have seven and one records. And they both kind of, the one losses that they had were both to unranked, like, you know, no-name schools, so. Upsets. So, yeah, they were upsets at the time. So, 
with the rankings that it has right now, do you think Michigan will have a chance to beat Ohio State and then get into the playoffs with that, with with beating them? Yeah, I think they, I think they do have a chance. I mean, any team has a chance, right? I mean, yeah, any given Sunday type of thing. I mean, well, it's college football, so it'd be any given Saturday. But I don't. I don't think Michigan has what it takes to be able to beat Ohio State. Like, I just think Michigan really hasn't played anyone all that great yet. And, um, you know, Ohio State is, I think they just, they're more talented. I mean, their quarterback is in the running for, you know, the Heisman. So, I mean, that says a lot about their team right there. So, I just think, I just think Ohio State will, will take, take that game and I, I'm not saying Ohio State will get into the playoffs because of beating Michigan but I think that will ruin Michigan's chance to get into the playoffs especially with them just being on the outside for sure um oh righty let me see oh and then the one NBA question that I that I had that I had from uh, someone so this is a, a shout out to will. He asked a really good question. He wants to know if LeBron James is still the best player in the NBA right now. I don't know. I don't. I would like to say no, but I mean, he is the king, right? I mean, he is the king, but everyone has their time. I mean, Kobe Bryant. You know, is known was known as one of the best players. You know, in the NBA, every for for me, it's always I've always explained it that everyone has their era, and everyone has their time. So you know, there was you know Magic, they had Magic, and then it got to a point where it was Jordan's turn, and then it was Jordan's era, and then after that it was Kobe's era, and then after Kobe it was LeBron's era. So I think his era is is starting to to wind down and I think it's going to get passed again. So that's why I hate when people think like, Oh, so-and-so is like the greatest of all time. You know, you know, LeBron is better than Michael type of thing. And I'm just like, you know, you can't talk about that because those eras had different types of basketball played. You know, the, the era that Jordan played was more physical than the era now where it's about pass and shoot and, you know, shoot for the three. When Jordan's era was like, you drive in and you try to murder someone on the way in. There were a lot of policemen at the games. I, I, I doubt that. I'm just going to throw that out there. But, I mean, you know what I mean about it being more physical. Um, I, I think KD is starting to uh, take over. I think KD is, uh, I think it's kind of his, his era now. Um, I don't know. Katie, Curry, Westbrook, Kyrie, Harden. See, but none of none of those people. I don't think you know. I mean, Katie doesn't carry his team. Like he can have a bad night, and they'll still dominate. Yeah, but I mean that's the same for Harden. He's never carried a team to a title. Yeah. I mean, West, Westbrook is... Wessel, Wessel. Wessel, Wessel, Russell. Um, Leonard. 
Leonard didn't carry anybody to a title either. No, he's he uh wrote it on the bench. He's he is a great player, but I don't like his uh mantra. So you still think LeBron then is is the best player right now? No. I think Curry's the best player, but it's biased. <laughs> I mean no, I mean yes, it is a little biased, but you still have some reasoning behind it. It's not you know, oh, just because I like him, you know. Like, Curry was helping that team with their first title when they won the first title. And he got, you know, the first ever unanimous, like, MVP voting. Like, he was he was it for them that, that year. I think Curry is the best shooter. Pretty good steals, too. Um, no, I don't think LeBron is the best. You, you think that that torch has been passed? Depends on who you ask, really. But I never thought LeBron was the best. <laughs> I mean, you were pretty much a LeBron hater for a while. Still are. Yep. <laughs> yep, pretty much. <laughs> Alrighty, cool. Well, that will wrap up our uh, Q and A, and we'll. Uh, We'll pause before we get into our NFL picks, and we'll do another shout-out. And I guess since I messed up our uh, Showbind uh, hot sauce shout-out, you can do this shout-out then, since you're, like, the expert now. Shout-out, Jay. Oh, oh, you don't know that beforehand? (laughs) Uh, You're supposed to know this beforehand? I'm just tired of Jay. (laughs) Oh, but looks like Mullins got another touchdown. Yep, and he is uh, pumped. Well, yeah, because <laughs> I'm telling you, man, this this is gonna be crazy. If this, if you were telling this quarterback me this, wins. you would have picked the 49ers like I did, <laughs> but you didn't because you didn't believe this was gonna happen. I did not believe that this was gonna happen. I I was thinking the more experienced quarterback was was gonna be able to, but I mean the game's not over. It's still 12 minutes in the second, so. I don't know if the Raiders are even playing anyone on defense. They're just (laughs) pitch and catch out there. Oh, yeah. But, uh, okay, so. Shout out to Jay. Go listen to his podcast, uh, Free Hugs and High Fives. Um, Yeah. Where can you find it, though? On Anchor, on Spotify, and... uh, Apple Store? Or yep. Apple Music? Yeah, I guess it would be Apple Music. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, you can find it on all the, the major ones and uh, on Anchor, of course, where, where we have ours. So, yeah, go go give a listen to uh, you give know, some free claps. hugs and high fives. Yeah, give them give some them applause. Like. Yeah. Give them a like. Give them a fave. A favorite. A fave. Um, you might deserve one. Only one person give them a fave. Only one, yeah. Only one. Don't don't let his ego get yeah. Don't too big. favor him too much. <laughs> All right, let's let's get into our favorite segment then with our NFL picks. Um, let's see. So right now, the record is twenty three and four for me. I'm gonna say that's pretty good it's against right. uh, seventeen and ten. Ooh, harsh. Harsh, harsh, harsh. What can I say? I like to root for the underdogs here. 
Yeah, but it doesn't do you any good rooting for them. It doesn't do me good, yeah. You're not getting, like, extra points for it, but... Although, can we bring up the Ryan Fitzmagic? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Like, I could not believe when I had gone back to listen to our second episode to see, like, to write down our official picks that I had heard on there that you said that you were picking the Bucks as your upset because... James was going to throw three interceptions and they were going to bench him. And if they had benched him at three, the Bucks would have won that game. But they let him get the fourth one, which unfortunately was a pick six. <laughs> yeah, they, they would have won that game if they would have listened to our podcast. If yeah. the Bucks, if the Tampa Bay Bucks would have listened to our podcast and put um, uh, Fitzmagic in. After three. After three picks, then you know <laughs> they would have won that game. They they would have won. They would have won the game. You're welcome, but guess, Cincinnati. But, but guess what? The my lock, my my Bengals ended up winning. So it was a lock, and I and I got. Were the you lock. nervous? I was not nervous. You were nervous. I was not. You were. You had a blank slate on your face, and you were just shaking your head. I don't remember that. I remember it quite vividly. <laughs> Could have remembered wrong. I'm just gonna throw that out there. I don't think I did. All right, so we already, of course, uh, made our picks for this game. So the first game that we have on the lineup is the Falcons and the Redskins. So Falcons three and four. They're on a uh, little bit of a winning streak. A little heater there. Yeah, they're, they've been doing a lot better. And then the Redskins five and two, just coming off of a. Uh, big win as well for them uh, with uh, Adrian Peterson kind of, you know, defeating Father Time and, you know, uh, I mean, they were playing the Giants, let's be honest, but <laughs> they, a win, a, a, yeah, a win's a win, so alright, so who who we got here with the Falcons and the Redskins? I need the Falcons to win as a Cowboys fan. Um, I think they can do it. But the Redskins are on a streak here. They're playing really well. I'm going to take the Falcons, though. Take as it. my upset. Oh, he's, going, he's doing the upset with the very first game. Damn. Well, you know, when I pick an upset, I like to choose a team with a worse record than the one they're playing instead of the same. <laughs> I mean, you so lost. <laughs> no, that never happened. Okay, it might happen, but it's, it, it's still one of those things where I maybe should have chosen my upset a lot sooner. I just didn't do it soon enough. So, um, Alrighty, so, man, Falcons and Redskins. With the Falcons, they've kind of been rolling here lately. Um, I think and they're playing in Washington, though, too. Um, I'm going to go... supposed to be decent this weekend, though. supposed to be decent. I'm going to go with the Redskins on this one. Um, I think they've just been rolling, and their defense has been uh, playing really well, especially at home. So I'm going to go with the the Redskins on this one. Um, The next game is the uh, Steelers and Ravens, so big rivalry game here. Um, It looks like the Steelers 4-2-1, the Ravens at 4-4, coming off two hard losses. I don't know what happened to the Ravens. I'm going to take the Steelers here. 
Steelers, yeah, I think I got to go with the Steelers just because they have too many too many weapons. I mean, their defense is awful. The Steelers don't have that good of a defense, but I'm definitely going to go with them just for their offense. Um, all right, and then the next game is the Rams and the Saints. Um, so, you know, we had kind of answered this uh in the last episode, because we had a question about if Aaron Rodgers or Drew Brees could uh, beat the Rams. And, uh, you know, I was saying we had to put up some some high points to be able to beat the, the Packers. And we really didn't have to put up that high of points. It was more our defense had stepped up, um, which was good. So, but who who do you have in, in this one? I think this one's going to be another good game. I do, and I think if anyone can beat the Rams. I think it's the Saints. Um, I think it's Drew Brees, really. I don't want to credit their defense. But, um, I gotta go with the Rams again. They're rolling. Oh, so you are gonna go with the Rams. I'm I'm actually surprised. I thought with uh, what we had talked about before, you were gonna go with the, with the Saints on this one. I think one. it'll be close. I think the Saints can win. I just giving the edge to the Rams. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm going to go with the Rams since they're my team. Um, I think us getting Dante Fowler Jr. with the trade trade deadline, I think that was huge for us. I don't think it was huge, but it was a nice. I mean, we were lacking at linebacker and on the on the defensive end as well. With uh, us getting rid of uh, Robert Quinn and then um, uh, some of our other players during the offseason as well, I think this is you know needed because Donald and Sue will get the double teams and then Fowler will be able to get in and get the sacks that he needs. You hope Fowler isn't the most consistent. Yeah, but he wasn't getting much playing time. In Jacksonville, That's and that was Jacksonville that was the upside. Him. They had him labeled as a bust. Pretty sure. I mean, it w- they were labeling him a third him overall as, pick. He was, yeah, I was gonna say he was the third overall pick, and I think they were labeling him as a bust because they had a lot of off-field issues with him, and he was getting Injuries. in fights. You know, he was getting in fights at practices a lot. Yeah, so um, I think they were looking just to get rid of him, and I, I think, think Sean they, McVay can turn him around. I, I think McVeigh has the right mentality and attitude to turn those type of players around. And I think the locker room has accepted that too. It's not just McVeigh that's like conveying this. I think like Donald and uh, Akeem Tlaib, like those big name people are keeping people in check in the locker room if they are getting out of line. So I don't think it's just McVeigh that is making this happen. I think the locker room is keeping people in check as well. But yeah, I'm definitely going to go with um, with the the Rams. I think our defense got better. I'm not saying that we're going to tear up Drew Brees because it's Drew Brees, but I'm saying our defense did get better, and I think us making that move proved a point that we want to win now, and, and we want to we want to get it done. So, um, Alright, so the the next uh, game is the the Bears and the Bills. So the Bears at four and three, and the Bills at two and six. Got the Bears here. What's up? 
What? No, no analysis? No explanation? Nothing? It's the bills. <laughs> That's the only explanation. It's the bills. Yeah, I, I got the bears. Fair enough. Uh, Mitch Trump briskly. Yeah. <laughs> I think the, the bears are actually really good this year. Well, not really good, but they're just... The upside for them is, is good. Um, and that's going to be my lock. I'm going with the Bears as a lock. It's not a it's a good pick because it should be an easy win. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's that's definitely going to be my, my lock for, for this week for sure. Um, all right, and then the next game that we have is the uh, Chiefs and the Browns. So the Chiefs at seven and one, and the Browns at two five and one with their uh, their new head coach. Only coaching staff um, got the Chiefs. I don't think the new coaching staff is going to make a big difference here. No one can stop the Chiefs. Yeah, but the the Browns said at practice like this week that you know the offense was taking it to the defense, and that was like the first time that they've done that at practice. So I mean that. Doesn't, doesn't that uplift you? A lot of teams have taken it to the Browns' <laughs> defense. Not really. I mean, the Browns' defense, you know, at least when it comes to takeaways, I mean, you know, they, they're they they're doing a good solid. job. They're doing a good job at that. But, I mean, I'm not trying to convince you otherwise because, I mean, obviously the Chiefs are going to win this Are you one. taking the Chiefs? <laughs> yeah. because oh, I, mean, I thought you were taking the Browns. No, I'm not, <laughs> not taking the Browns on this I one. learned from week one. Of our podcast, <laughs> never take the Browns. They disappoint you. Yep, you'll you'll be sad, <laughs> especially if it comes down to a kick. If you need them to make a kick, they're not making. They're it. not making. Game was over. The game is just done. throw it. You might as well hail mary. I don't. <laughs> that's that's true. Um, all right, and then we got the Jets and the Dolphins. I like the Dolphins. Um, Dolphins, real quick, are four and four. Jets are three and five. Both of those teams are mediocre. I mean, Sam Donald's playing pretty well. Uh, I don't know. I mean, the Dolphins don't have Tannehill either. That's, still, it's still Osweiler. I'm pretty sure he's still he's still going to so, be sitting out, as far as I know. Yeah, I think I'm going to stick with Miami here. Um, and I mean, Miami does have the the good run game. Um, yeah, it says right here, Ryan Tannehill out, so he's still out. Um, playing in Miami. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Dolphins on this one, um, especially with them playing at home, and they have the good run game, so... All right, and then we have the uh, uh, Lions at three and four, and the Vikings four, three, and one. The Lions just shipped Golden Tate. Golden Tate to the Eagles now with yeah. the trade deadline. I don't think that's going to hurt them because they weren't utilizing Kenny Galladay as much as they could have been with him in the lineup. I think Kenny Galladay is a higher upside. He's more stretch the field, touchdown guy like Calvin Johnson was. I'm not saying he's Calvin Johnson. Just, that's kind of what it sounded like. That's what it sounded like. Um, but I'm going to take the Vikings. 
<laughs> After all yeah. of that, and then you, uh, and I take the Vikings. Well, I mean, you got you got Adam Thielen, you got Stephon Diggs, you got Cousins, who's having a pretty good year. That's true. I mean, he struggled against the Saints last week, though. Um, but he's a Mr. Inconsistent. He'll have a bad game and bounce back, I feel. Well, it's because he needs a good running game. Like, if he doesn't have a good running game, he's not. Like, if you have he's to rely on him team, to drop yeah. back, like, and throw the ball that many times, like, that's, you know, that's not going to happen. Um, I mean, the Lions have been disappointing for me this year. I thought they had a lot more upside with the defense. Um, and then they just traded uh, Golden Tate. So uh, I'm going to have to go with the Vikings on this one as well. Um, and especially with them playing in Minnesota, I think I think they they got this. Um, let's see. Um, let's do one more, and then we'll we'll pause to like switch over. So the next one is the uh, your bunk ah, your Buccaneers and at three and four, and then the Panthers at five and two. It's magic starting. Fitz uh, magic is starting. This is, is starting. true. He's really good off the bench. I'm gonna go with it. I'm going with the Bucks? No. <laughs> I'm going with him. <laughs> Start. Are you starting Fitz in fantasy? I'm not saying you have him. I'm saying no. for other people, you start yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. You start Fitzpatrick. Unless you have Breeze or Breeze Brady Rogers or. Sean Watson, shout out D Watts. <laughs> oh gosh, just because he's on your team—that's the only reason why there's a shout out there. Um, How many I, touchdowns did he throw last week? Five. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with the Panthers, obviously on this one. I think this is a smart pick. You got no moxie, kid. I'm just, <laughs> just gonna throw it out there. I mean. You're just trying to catch up, so you're like, you know, trying to do all these upsets so you can get extra points to catch I up. Believe where I believe in Fitz Magic. The magic is still real for for Boo Boo on this one. Um, all right, so we're gonna switch over here real quick for our time, so that way we can have some more time to pick the last couple. All right, we had our little little break there, our little timeout, so we could switch over. All right, so to keep on with our NFL picks, so the next one is the Texans at five and three against the Broncos at three and five, and that's with uh, Demarius Thomas playing against his old team yep. already, like right after the trade. That's got to be weird. Well, he knows the area pretty well, so he went to Houston, went back to Denver. Um, <laughs> I think it was a good pickup after losing Will Fuller. I think it was a great pickup. Um, they they were definitely one of the top people at the trade deadline. Yeah. I like the Texans. Sean Watson is rolling. Yeah, I was going to say, he, he's he got that momentum that he had last year before yeah. he got injured. He's, he's getting up to peak performance again. Um, so, yeah, I'm going with the Texans on this one as well. Just the defense – is hitting, you know, and uh, the offense is starting to roll now, so I don't think you can go wrong with uh, with the Texans. And if you have 
Demarius, I would start him. <laughs> I don't know. On fantasy. I don't know about this week. He hasn't caught up with the offense yet, but uh, I'd say him for playoffs. Oh, yeah. I mean, starting even next week, even if you start him next week when he's more caught up. Like, yeah. That's, that's going to be good. Um, so the next matchup is uh, – I don't think you've had a lock yet. Have you even picked a lock? I'm waiting. All right. <laughs> All right, so the next one is the uh, Chargers and Seahawks. So Chargers at 5-2 and two and Seahawks at 4-3. and three. I like the Chargers. I don't know what's going on with Russell Wilson, but I do. He has no offensive line. They're still, they're still at 4-3, and three, though. And, you know, with the run game, like... They've been doing a lot better, the Seahawks at least, that is. Yeah. I'm surprised they're doing that well this year, to be honest. Yeah. And a lot of it has to do with Russell Wilson, his escapability. But I think the Chargers get uh, Joey Boza back uh, this year. Back this year. This Uh, game. This game. um, But you said you're going with the Chargers? Yep. I think I'm going to go with the, the Chargers as well on this one. And... Again, a little biased just because I hate the Seahawks and, you know, I need to have them lose because I don't want them to be able to make the playoffs um, as a wild card. So, but the Chargers are really good, though. So I think, you know, that that they're going to win anyways just because of all the offensive weapons they have and then getting Joe, eh, Joey, Joey Bosa, Bosa back. Um, all right, and then we have the uh, Sunday night game. Uh, the Packers at three, three and one, and the Patriots at six and two. So, Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady. Yeah, we'll sell tickets. Um, Packers coming off a tough loss. That Ty Montgomery fumble. <laughs> oh my gosh! Which they traded him to the Ravens. He got traded for next to nothing. Next to nothing for fumbling the ball because. He didn't listen to his coach to take a knee on the kickoff return. Like it's like Aaron Rodgers. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I'm very happy that we pulled that win out. But I mean, you have Aaron Rodgers, who is you know Mr. Fourth Quarter, other than Tom Brady. You know, having a minute left with one timeout. I mean, and all they needed was a field goal. Your chances of winning that game are huge and you decide to not listen to your coach and take it out of the end zone. Bad decision. I like, uh, like the Patriots. As I've said before, I don't know what's going on with Rogers. Tom Brady's still playing well though. That's true. Um, I'm, I'm going with a, uh, upset here and I'm going with the Packers. So this is my upset pick right here is right. the the Packers. I think Aaron Rodgers, they they could easily won that game against us with the Rams and, you know, uh, a fumble that wasn't even his fault. You know, I think he's, he's just that good of a quarterback and he's able to, you know, turn a team into something without having anything. You know, even if he doesn't have wide receivers, he doesn't have a running game like – He's still able to perform at a high level, so yeah, I'm gonna go with the the Packers on this one in 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 my upset. And I actually feel good about this one just because it's like Sorry. I'm I'm not picking like a 
a team that's like one and six as like an upset. <laughs> you know, I'm picking at least the like Aaron Rodgers. You know, how many how many games does Aaron Rodgers go into where he's like the underdog? Not that many. <laughs> Good answer, boo boo. <laughs> it's really not. Oh, I like that. Not that many. <laughs> not too many at all. All right. Well, Monday night football. There we go. The Tennessee Titans at three and four, and your Dallas Cowboys at three and four. This is my lock. Oh my god! <laughs> of course, this is your lock. I wonder who he's gonna pick. Cowboys. <laughs> Go with the Cowboys. How 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 ironic. True truthfulness, non non biased. Mari Cooper. Here, it uh, happened. Cooper, I think it was good for us. We got him on our bye week, so he had a week, almost two weeks, to get adjusted. Um, he drops a lot of balls. Like I said last week, hopefully he returns to his uh, rookie and sophomore season for us. We gave up a lot to get him. And you were talking about earlier, like if you guys could have gotten uh, Demarius, Demarius Thomas, Thomas as well. Them, yeah, that would have been insane. Like if we were willing to give up a first for Cooper, we could have gave up a fourth for Thomas. I mean, that's a no-brainer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to get a player like that, like for, you know, a fourth-round pick, that's nothing. Like, you know, but past the second round is, you know, all kind of guesses, you know, when it comes to who's going to break through and be good and who isn't. So, Especially because the, the Redskins got Clinton Dix, the Eagles got Golden Tate. Mm-hmm. I think we could have went after Thomas, but we didn't. That's true. Um, so my pick is going to be your your boys as well. I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Surprising. <laughs> hey, I don't always pick them because of you. Like, I picked the Redskins when you – uh, you guys played each other, and you got all mad at me, but the Redskins did win. <sighs> Missed it. Missed the field goal. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Broke my clock, heart. Clock management, though, too, was kind Broke of a, my a, heart. a big deal on that. So, alrighty, so we'll we'll uh, we'll see how well we do with our, our picks again uh, for next week. Um it's getting close to halftime right now with the the game. There's about a minute 54 for Mullins to drive down the field and do something. Um, what do you think? You think this has been a good first half for, for the rookie? Yeah. I mean, 14 points. Got a chance to do something in two-minute drill here. He's got three timeouts. Um. A lot better than you were expecting, I think. Oh my gosh, yeah. That I mean, he kind of exceeded uh, some of my expectations. Of course, I mean, there's another half to go, but so far, definitely, you know, was doing a lot better than I thought he would. Um. All right, so I think we're gonna uh, wrap up now with the uh, two minute drill, uh, and it's kind of fitting, you know, since right now the Niners are in their two minute drill. They got. But they got all their timeouts. We we don't. So no timeouts for us. No timeouts. So what uh, what what are we doing for the weekend? What's what's the plan? So I got to work Friday night, 
into Saturday morning. But Saturday, I think I'm going to see Bohemian Rhapsody. Rhapsody? I can't, Rhapsody? I can't say the word. <laughs> Rhapsody. <laughs> About uh, Queen, the band Queen. Yeah, I'm not super excited, but my girlfriend wants to see it. So. I think I think it'll be good. I mean, I like I like Queen. I like their music. So I mean, you know, go out, go to the movies, have a jam session. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you saw uh, Halloween. I mean, let's get a let's get a report on that. It was good. It wasn't incredible, but I enjoyed it. And you're hard to like please when it comes to movies. Like, well, we gotta go see Overlord. No, 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 I have not. I have not been talking that up. I said that Rotten Tomatoes gave it like a 93%. This Um, is nasty right here. Oh my gosh. He's going to get called though. Yeah. Uh, Was that Jones Jr.? James Jr.? Like, I don't even know who the Niners are even throwing to. (laughs) But uh, Mullins just had uh, got one of his receivers on a slot route and then he just broke it for like, like 50 yards. He got tackled uh, before got caught, yeah. before he could get to the end zone. But, I mean, they're yeah. set up at least for a field goal of anything before the half is over. James Jr. is what it looks like, number 13. Yep. So, maybe that's uh, maybe that's Odell in disguise. He's not, giving enough, he's not getting enough love. 11 for 14, a buck 60, two touchdowns, and he's hit eight different receivers. Damn I mean, I'm not going to give them a lot of credit because it is the Raiders. It is the Raiders. <laughs> I mean, he's not playing against that great of a defense. But, you know, football is – the NFL is the NFL. You're still playing against pros either way. So, I mean, I, I will give credit where it's due. Um, but I'm not putting all my chips in one basket right now with, with Mullins. Um, he hit uh, James Jr. again on the screen. Um, Seven. So, um, so yeah, the plans is I'm going to be uh, going to B-dubs, going to be going to Buffalo Wild Wings, going to watch the UFC pay-per-view. Um, you know, we have a, uh, me and my friends do, where we have a WWE championship belt, a uh, replica belt, and whoever can pick the most fights correctly by the end of the night gets the belt. And so that's kind of just a tradition that we, that we do when we go to B-dubs. Um, we're gonna be we're gonna be watching the games on Sunday. Yeah, we're gonna be watching B Dubs. We're gonna be watching them, watching them here. Uh, since you're going to B Dub Saturday, we could probably do something different. Yeah, probably do something different. Maybe plus I'm tired of the food. So yeah, maybe get some pizza or something. Yeah, with some ranch after we you know debated on that some already. <laughs> some sushi for football. It's just good anytime. I, I, it's good. I don't know about any time. I don't know if I want to chill and watch football and eat, eat sushi at the same time. You typical American. <laughs> yep, yep, you're right. I'll get you some pizzas and burgers. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. That 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 is my culture. Um, we just had uh, Halloween uh, last night. Had a couple trick-or-treaters um, come by the house. Did you have any trick-or-treaters? I was working, so I'm not sure. Not sure? You don't know who stopped by? Nope. Could have been uh, Michael Myers himself. Was not there. <laughs> Came home, 
whole family murdered. Didn't didn't know about it. <laughs> didn't know it happened. <laughs> Alrighty, cool. Well, that uh, wraps it up for us for this episode of uh, Sports Harder. Um, you know, yeah, woo. You know, we're on a roll. I think I think we're doing pretty good. I think we're getting uh, we're getting our rhythm. You know, we're getting it. Yeah, we're finding it. We're getting it down. Um, we appreciate the listens, you know, just uh, keep it up, you know, keep giving us those Q&As, and uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. Peace. Peace.